Do you want to hear uh, a fun conversation I saw on a Facebook today on the challenge? Yeah, sure. God, what? Well, somebody said Derek K is overrated. And then they, oh, got, shit. they got bashed by a ton of comments. And then I wanted to jump in, but I hate he, getting a bunch of notifications. Th- but he's a three-time champ. You can't call him overrated. In a specific era. Team, team, team. <laughs> but that's what's team, team, ever- team. I don't think we should take it away from them. He, okay, so here, um, he beat uh, a team. Jesus. He beat a team that um, second best player was uh, Ace. <laughs> he beat a team who, um, whose best player was Ryan uh, and pre-good Paula. Um, and then and Robin, and then cool. he beat a team, and then he won a final against rookie Sarah and second year player Kellyanne. Like what a dominant champion! <laughs> like he still got three. There was a lot of there was a lot of other people during that season. He you're right. You're right. Robert Horry has seven, so you know he deserved those seven. Yeah, because he was friends with people that were better at the game, so he just. Hey, Robert, Robert already knew what team to go to. <laughs> Essentially, how I how I view what the challenge uh, wins for Derek are, I'm not saying that they're not valid because like he won eliminations, and that's why people like him. Um, yes, he's a pit bull in eliminations. Uh, but really what it is is people are like, hey, I'm friends with you, and I'm really good at this game. I'm going to give you a championship by putting you on my team. And that's how I feel. That's the, uh-huh. Has he ever won a championship without Kenny? Nope. Man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm 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 being legit. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say I disagree with you, but because he's popular. Because he's popular. I'm going to say I disagree with you. I'm going to say that I personally, personally, do not have the argument to win this one. You know what I think? I think we should just get Derek down here. No, no, don't (laughs) do that because because he's already face to face. He's already been mad about how I commented and I posted his elimination record, and it wasn't exactly because because you mer- counted your own elimination record of which of what mattered to you. I didn't count the mercenary because it, it doesn't count in my eyes, but MTV um, counts it. Well, they technically, shouldn't. it's not an elimination because, because he, he can't had get no eliminated. In it. He can't get eliminated. Te- These if are he, technicalities. If he, if he won that and he took Josh's Josh's place. I would consider that an elimination yeah, win. But he, I him, don't consider like, an elimination like win. It was like a one-on-one daily was what it was. Listen, Just like I don't consider CT's uh, Johnny Backpack an elimination mm-hmm. either. I'm not saying you guys aren't right, but until MTV officially puts that into its own category, we got to count it. You know what? They don't count uh, champs versus pros or champs versus stars. Yeah. We can say they can't count the mercenary and wins. Who's, and, who says they don't count them? They don't uh, count them as championships. Stats. They don't count them as championships. They don't count their elimination wins. Wes has five champs versus whatever elimination wins. And they don't like count? The, they don't even count. They should. They should. They should. They, should. they have at, a weird skewed like 19, view of elimination and wins. Like, that, they're not counting everything. I understand okay. it's a spinoff, but it's unfair. Before somebody, like, clips this or, like, for some reason he tunes into this episode... When That's I not was a happen. teen, when I was a, I'm, it might no, but I'm just you never know. When I was a teenager, uh, he's talking to me. I'm going to clip this. <laughs> when I was a, go ahead, clip it. When I was a teenager, what pulled me into the challenge was Derek. 
was everything he did on the gauntlet. That's the first season I ever got to watch as it aired. And it pulled me in because he was this gritty, you know, fight against everybody, fuck all of you type of player. And that's what drew me in. So he's the reason I love the challenge. So I'm not discrediting him as all as, at all as a player. But like if I was making a champion list of tiers, he would never be considered for the top tier ever. That's just how it is. He's never in consideration for the Mount Rushmore um, unless it's the Mount Rushmore of badass eliminations or like stuff like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, a bad Mount Rushmore like, to be on that. No, it's not. Like uh, Biggest Heart. Like he's, like he's there. He's the president of those. But greatest challenger, best champion, best strategic player, no. He's a great follower though. He knows how to play his role. He's like a, he's like a general. He doesn't ever try and like overspeak his position and it keeps him in the game. It's a smart game. But um, wouldn't that would, technically make him a lieutenant? I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't know military terms. This is the first thing that came to my mind, so I just said it. <laughs> I was gonna say general is like the head honcho. I think. All right, so, I don't know military terms either. Anybody in the military, I apologize if we are butchering. All right, first mate. First mate. We'll talk about we'll talk pirates. Pirates. Because I, I, I know yes. first mate is not the captain, so that that's how Correct. I can do that one. All right, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> This is so bad. What's really good, pastors? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler at Lord Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. What's shaking Squad. with y'all? Been a long day already. These are facts. I, I oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, let's go no, with yours. I was going to say this is a perfectly a, a perfect example of a, of a good mid episode. Just enough drama, uh, some fluff, great elimination, and a decent daily. I was very happy overall with how this uh, episode played out. What about you, Tyler? Yeah, it was a good episode. It was fun. It was entertaining. Really good daily. Uh, killer elimination. Um, good, good amount of drama, a nice sneak peek for next week as well. Like it was all, it was all good. It was all entertaining. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping to see the elimination where, uh, where Tori is just like, you know, which one of these bitches want to, you know, who want to go, you know, she yelling. Somebody posted her getting trucked. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Did all that what? yelling to get truck sticked. Oh yeah. At some point she got trucked during, during whatever daily or elimination that is. I think it's. Probably going to end up being a daily, but whatever it is, probably going to be excited. Let's go ahead and kick off the... Oh, before we kick off the episode, did you guys see that Fessy and Amanda is back? She's going to look like Boo Boo the Fool. Like, she just... Right. And somebody pointed out this on Twitter, like, and she's got so much shit to say about Jenna and Zach. <laughs> yeah, these are facts. But at the same time, come on, we we all took somebody back we probably shouldn't have. At, you know, a lot sooner than we should have. What, Tyler? Nope. That's never happened. Tyler's to you? never done that. Wait, nope. are you sure you weren't the guy they took back, though? Yeah, but that ain't my problem. <laughs> Yo. He's like, it's not my fault they took me back. <laughs> but no, no, that's never happened either. But I was, you're not, you weren't I mean, the toxic it, guy? Are you sure you weren't the toxic guy, Tyler? No. 
look, it, it happens to the best of us. Uh, everybody has done, mostly everybody has done it at some point. I don't think it's going to be a good, uh, uh, I don't think it's really going to be a big deal. Uh, Becky, is there anything else going on on the Twitter landscape or uh, in, in the T section or, you know, some background stuff that we're not aware of? I mean, I think everything's kind of old at this point. Just I did see um, John Brennan, the Who's... cowboy hat wearing guy. Oh, John yeah, yes. yeah, he was very happy about Travis Tritt, uh, some uh, Grammy Award winning country music star. He canceled dates on his tour that mandated people be vaccinated or wear a mask. Good for him. That's that's the hill to die on. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you're asking, you're asking how how everybody's doing and everything. Uh, uh, I just had a birthday yesterday, so I'm I'm happy belated, Tyler. I'm I'm uh, older, wiser. What are you? Twenty three, twenty four, thirty one. Thirty one. You don't look a day above twenty one. Looking mm, like you're getting ready nice for prom. That's nice of you. And uh, congratulations nice on your promotions and, and new job opportunities too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look I'm at you. Pretty excited. Tyler's living a life. Good for you. That shit sucks. But <laughs> we're all real happy for you and your accomplishments. Uh, uh, much deserved. Congratulations. Thank you. You guys ready to move on to this episode? Let's do it. Let's kill it. All right. Let's go get into my favorite, A Block Drama. Uh, Corey is still pissed about team morale. Uh, for some reason, Ashley still has trust and the vets kind of looking out for each other, at least until all the rookies are gone. Are gone. Here goes something very interesting that'll come up definitely more later. Nani thinks that if Team Emerald has any type of infiltration on the male side, it will destroy the team and destroy her chances of, of winning this season. And Corby sets up um, Team Ruby boot camp. And of course, we get Ed, Big T, Kyle, and a bunch of people call their um call their significant others and mothers and stuff. So I want to start off with uh with the last part. Everybody calling back home. Uh for me, as soon as I saw Ed calling back home, I was like, Jesus Christ, I just <laughs> talked about this. I knew Ed was going home. But then they faked me out a little bit. They showed a whole bunch of other people calling home. But because they show Ed first, it stuck with me. I was like, Ed is going in today. Do you th now? I do appreciate the fact that they switch it up and they try to um, they they try to blend it in a little bit. Any of you guys seen Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, no. the first one? Pretty decent movie, pretty decent book. But anyway, a sniper goes up and he shoots five people. Everybody just and they frame somebody for it. They're like, oh wow, he just went crazy, shot five people. No, he shot one person and shot five people to disguise the reason why they did it. And I feel like that's what the challenge was doing. They shot Ed, and they showed a whole bunch of other people's um, heartwarming, mm -hmm. but completely unnecessary to the story of them talking about people. And I feel like that's what they did. What are you guys' opinion on this? Um, you know, everybody's uh, gets their backstory show. Well, Kyle's ready to start his "I'm a dad" storyline. You know, I feel like he cannot wait until you start saying, "Don't vote me in." I have kids. Like, he said it like four now. times this episode. Yeah, he's already said that. Before. I have a baby on the way. <laughs> Have the baby on the way. <laughs> I have a baby. I need. I need to make some money. It's just, he's 
he's already milking it. It he knows it works, so he's ready to get it in as much as he can. Um, the, the cool thing about that is with Kyle, he does look genuinely excited to to do this. He's, I mean. I think Kyle is full of shit a good portion amount of time, but he does seem genuinely excited. He seems very happy to be doing this and very happy for him. So, well, maybe he's growing a little bit. I mean, maybe the baby and the fact that he is affianced, I don't know if he's married or if they're just engaged, maybe he's going to calm down this jackass persona that he has. Not not on your life. Tyler? Um... So on the like foreshadowing thing, see, the problem is, is like we got moments like back in like Total Madness when like Jenna called Zach and he's like, you need to come home now. And then she goes into elimination and she fucking wins. And it's like, wait, what's 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 going on here? So like they kind of <laughs> mess with us. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like it, it made it clear to me that like somebody in this situation was going to go home and they picked three guys and that made sense, especially with Nelson as well. Somebody in the like, list is going home. Who will it yeah, be? Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, I think it was, it was good of MTV to kind of give us this little like hint teaser, but then try and cover it up. And like, you know, it's like, a, it's like a ball under three cups. Like which one is the ball <laughs> under type thing? Three card Monty. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I, I do. And yeah. Well, I mean, there was a decent amount of drama with, I think everybody that's on that had this introduction yeah, I mean, absolutely and i think so. that's what they were going for um going ahead and moving on these oh, are God. your three main characters of this episode well <laughs> um nani's nani's comment of like if somebody a guy comes in and infiltrates it's going to destroy that's what i was going next too I, I disagree with that because i don't think the team is as optimal as it can be now honestly like i, I would remove josh and replace him with ct to make the team better no reason i say ct and not anybody else is because josh is like a really good team player he's a really good partner and i think ct also has those qualities but he's also better at things so i think like honestly her saying that is kind of ridiculous because like if ct joined their team over any of those guys the team is better but nani and ct don't have overall the best history so i think she doesn't trust him Hence why she doesn't win and he does and people he's working with win. Now, That's, I don't disagree. Yeah. I'm just merely stating a fact of why she would not want CT on her Which team. I don't understand. I don't understand why they don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why those two don't. I didn't together. get it. I remember when she came back and she like threw him into elimination right away. And I was like, why? But why? <laughs> I don't she understand. Like, she, like they seem like a fit. I mean, I never saw them have like a fight, so I don't know why they didn't like each other or why she didn't like him. And uh, I think they actually play pretty similar games uh, at this point of their um, seasons. Uh, why they haven't linked up? I think I think CT does remember him. I think, believe it was War of the Worlds one, where she pretty much threw him down pretty quickly, and it was just like you know, fuck him. And and the the fact of the matter is. There's no reason for CT to work with a Nani. Nani does have a lot of friends and she's good, but the way he plays the game now, it doesn't really help him any. I mean, she, when it comes to that partnership, it would be an unfair partnership because Nani wouldn't bring much to the table in that particular uh, relationship. Now for somebody like Josh or somebody who needs to have that person that's going to have a real out there social game, she can bring a lot to the table with that. But specifically for CT, doesn't really do nothing for him. 
He doesn't need her. He already has enough friends in the game that he doesn't need her politics. Plus, CT's whole political game is I don't play politics. I Mm. don't make promises. I don't make deals that I can't keep. But if you say my fucking name, I'm going to come back and I'm going to remember that. And I'll make your life live in hell. And people will tend... People would tend to give me what I want just to stay out of my way. He's able to intimidate behind glasses. Especially since, you know, dad bod CT is gone and he's back to. <laughs> right. He's getting meaner and leaner. Jesus Christ. He's going. If he stays on his course, bananas might have a real problem with somebody coming for his uh, championships because he keeps playing the way he's playing now. He can keep winning them. He's a strong, strong competitor and he's getting, he's up there in age. Like instead of like, here's the thing. Bananas was really good in the beginning and he kind of tapered and he kind of didn't, he didn't keep moving forward. It seems like CT is becoming more of a, he's just becoming better. Well, also for a lot of years, a lot of people realize get bananas out, get them out ASAP. It's one of the things that led to bananas and Wes Put you know throwing this stuff to the side and actually working together because West was getting thrown out early, bananas were getting thrown out early, CT was getting thrown out early, and what they and they could and these are consecutive seasons. This is happening. They they learned to read to read the room a little bit. Hey, if we don't start protecting our house a little bit, we're going to start getting tossed out. And it happened for a lot a lot of seasons. A lot of rookies coming in, and some of these rookies. They can't tell you jack shit about a Kenny Santucci or only know Derek K from Challenge Mania. <laughs> so they don't necessarily fear them. And rookies, oh, I'm going to make a name for myself and throw it in. So that, that's just how the game was being played. They had to survive. So let's go ahead and move on to this daily. Today's daily is going to be called Satellite Sabotage, and it's sponsored by uh, uh, P3 Protein Packs. I love this. I love this because they bought back uh, daily prizes. They said, we're going to give everybody some money and everybody wins a prize. I think they should do this every time because when you give them a prize, a little bit of cash, an extra thousand dollars goes a long way for those rookies who's only getting paid about a thousand dollars an episode for why they're there. And if they're not winning any money, I mean, some of these guys are making three grand and going home. I was going to say, I'm kind of hope that I kind of hoping that they bring back the money bank. You know, you win the daily, you get like $100,000. The money bank money. would be great. It has to be done the right way. It has to be the right format. It'll take a lot of moving parts for that to work correctly. But I'm totally fine with people making money as the week goes. And when they're knocked out, they get to leave with a couple bands. Think about it. You could take 30 bands off, off the top. If you said $470,000 or $930 cash prize, Nobody's really going to flip out, you know. Uh, uh, I, I think I said it earlier. It'll help Bunham and Murray and MTV retain talent a little bit more. Uh, they don't speak about this, but a lot of reasons why a lot of these rookies don't stay for a long time is not worth the money. Yeah, you get a little vacation, but if you go home episode three, you made three grand, maybe an extra five in appearance fees, and you got to travel for a little bit. Not bad money, but it's not sustainable. So if you got something going for yourself that's good, why would you leave, say you got a 70000 a year job, why would you leave that to maybe make eight grand in three weeks and might not have a job when you come back? Do you want to be like Apple kind of sponsor MTV and get everybody, if you win this daily challenge, you get an Apple iPhone 12 or but 75, it doesn't have to whatever be crazy. it is now? Uh, no, today's winners, 
No, they should just give him the same prizes they gave him on like the Gauntlet One. They get a T-Mobile sidekick. They get a free movie pass from Fandango. They get, they, get, they, they get they get they get electric scooters like that's what they get they get they got a car prizes. they got saturns like <laughs> yeah brad got a bmw i'm totally uh, fine motorcycles motorcycle. too um, yeah. yeah yeah but it was a beamer motorcycle mm-hmm. so yo give them a thousand dollars give them a you know a brand new iphone 13 pro max and that'd be super cool so a, I'm, I'm totally with that a safe full so, of protein <laughs> Also cool, but you know. Why are you gonna put all that? I hope you have a pantry. <laughs> Big exactly. ass pantry. <laughs> so this daily is called uh, satellite sabotage. It is heights over water, and it's pretty simple. It's platforming, and on these arms, they get slightly longer and longer, and the other teams get to shoot a hose in your face. Um, <laughs> this is kind of funny because um, I always do like the simplistic Sorry. stuff. I do find. <laughs> No explosions, no crazy shit. Your heights is your fair. You got some water in your face. It's slippery. It's cold. And you got to jump. What did you guys think about today's daily? What were some of your favorite moments, the moments you disliked, and um, just what you thought overall? It was simple. It was, it, I, it brought me kind of um, a dirty 30 kind of vibe. Um, yeah, classic challenge vibe. Yeah. And I, I really... I was excited for it. Like, finally, something a little bit more simple, a little bit less stylized, like you said. It's just, you know, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. Simple. You know, and I, I, I liked the simplicity. it. I That's liked one of the it. Reasons, it's one of the reasons why Dr. Dre is one of my favorite producers. Dr. Dre makes classic, classic music, but his music it's it's mastered and it's perfected well, but when it's all said and done, it's not overly complicated. It's not a whole lot going on there. I'm it's a like simple one of those creature. Pops, yeah. Is that one of those pop songs that has 47 different tracks of it all layered up and stuff? He just says he takes the simplest stuff, puts it together nicely, masters it, makes sure it sounds good. And I feel like, and don't get me wrong, I get the helicopters and the explosions. That's great and all. But I love that every now and then you come back to basics. Tyler, what was your take on today's elimination? It was a daily. It was a good daily. Um, it was a daily. Thank you. Uh, I, I really like. Don't ever correct me. I wasn't. Um, I just. <laughs> I just said daily. Uh, I really enjoy how quick CT got it done. Like I feel like CT did it better than everybody else. And he almost um, ate shit too. That was great. I I feel like I feel like some of these people just like overcomplicate things. Like some of them are jumping like really hard for like a two foot jump or like a three foot jump they were i don't understand how like nani fell like nani could have grabbed onto two platforms at the same time and still fell through well she was so close i was so confused and she cheated a little bit because as you could see on the bars there was a little white mark and that white mark mm. is where you're supposed to jump for the next one and she was moved all the way up where there's a much shorter distance between them and she still fell cheating yeah. obviously um, um well, I thought you Corey's, know, you're not cheating. Corey's, you're not Corey's, Corey was funny. Like I, I really liked how he flipped everybody else off and just stood there and took the water. Um Emmy's over dramatic and this was actually kind of annoying. I understand people love her now, but this was this wasn't funny, She's it extra. wasn't cute, it wasn't anything. It was it was the fakest shit I've seen out of her so far this season. And I like think Emmy is a huge TV mastermind, which she knows she's being watched. 
And she knows she she's doing everything for, you know, TV purposes. She's a Romanian pop star. You can't tell me they're any different than American pop stars. Like, they're the same fucking mold. She knows exactly <laughs> what she's doing. It's smart on her. But this was this was extremely fake. This was, yeah, unbelievable. Like, I didn't believe it or anything. But, um, yeah, no, I just, I liked how some people, you know, it pretty much was, like, expected on who was going to do well. Casey surprised me. I didn't expect um, when I saw a bunch of the females like failing from it. I was like, those jumps must be getting too far apart for them to reach. They're not tall enough. And then Casey comes through and does well in it. Yeah, I was. Why do I feel like that more? There are people who got hit with more water than others because I just I don't know what was going on. Because look at how Josh is super cool with Amanda. Yeah. I mean, but she's also smaller. Um, there was a lot of things I did like. Uh, I thought Casey was going to do pretty well. I would have thought Tori would have did, did well, but she definitely flopped on this one. Uh, Big T, her tumble was uh, was great to see. Um, I'm surprised Ed flopped so hard on this one, too. Um, Big T Big reminded T... me of Leroy when Leroy, he hit yep. that car. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, exactly. Her body was... Man. Um, one thing I'm surprised these guys didn't do I would have told the other team, but like, hey, I want you to spray the person that's going. And I would have just sprayed the people sitting there and just like get Make them annoyed for like 10 minutes straight of getting annoyed. So their mind gets off the game. And then eventually they stand up and they're like, oh, great. And I got like, they're just pissed. They're soaked. They're cold. That's what I would have done. Yeah, the two teams were working together like they should have. They were, they were mm. still acting as individuals. And I was like. I would have tried to been like you, you know, like you said, you do this, you do that, or you go at this angle. I'm going to go at this angle to try and, you know, mess them up. But you, you get know. the face, I get the crotch, like something, you know. Team <laughs> up. I, I was going to say you go high, I go low, but you yeah, know, you could always, thing. you know. So when it get when it gets down to the daily, Team Sapphire, I'm sorry, Team Emerald gets to win over Team Ruby. Because Kyle didn't make the leap of faith. He was supposed to jump off, grab it, and fall into the water. Instead, stupid. he jumped onto the platform, and, and, um, and he, he grabs it and pulls it down. So they DQ that last one. They give Team Emerald the win. Do you think MTV did the right thing by giving Team Emerald the win, being for the fact that Ruby had one person lower? Does anybody a, have any strong opinions about that at all? <laughs> yeah. It's almost I wonder like you, if somebody has a strong it's, it's opinion. Almost like you, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like you heard what we were talking about. No, 100%. Um, Ruby did exactly what Emerald did with one less person. And I think the problem we have here is they did a time limit thing with less people. Like, because think about it. If, if, if it came down and Ruby won on a time, on time limit, wouldn't everybody be arguing? Well, of course they won on time limit. They had one less person. But, like, they were able to get two people done the same as Emerald with one less attempt. If they had six people, maybe they got that. Maybe they would have gotten a sixth one or a third one, you know, a legal third one. I, I just don't think it was fair. I think they either should have removed a female from each team because Ruby was down a female member. Um, or the tiebreaker should have been if you tie the team that has less people, they get the win. Because you tied somebody with a disadvantage. So. I don't totally disagree with that, but the rules is the rules. Here goes something that did shock me. I wasn't really quite uh, prepared for. During all of this, um, you know, it comes find out that everybody got $3,000 and everybody got this um, 
for Team Team Emerald, everybody got this uh this safe full of P3 snacks and three thousand dollars. Um, Kyle's actions took food off of their table. He took food out of their mouths, and Kyle feels bad about that. Um, don't, and he should. A- any normal person would feel bad if their actions directly um caused their team to lose money. But the surprising thing is, he felt bad about it. Not a bullshit, oh, let me go apologize, it's all bad. He was torn up about it. He felt really, really bad about it. Did did it surprise you guys that Kyle was showing this kind of... I mean, Kyle, you know, he's known as a snake, he's known as a liar, he's known as this, that, and the other. Uh, we did see a lot of his heart when he was talking to uh, Vicky, his girlfriend, and talking about the baby. But he ge- he came off very genuine to me and very, very sorrowful. Uh, did you guys buy Kyle's remorse about how the daily turned out? I mean, Hi. looking back, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, no, no, Kyle. No, I just called gone. you Kyle. <laughs> you're good, Kyle. No, you're, good. Uh, you're good. I was going to say, I mean, I think in the history of Kyle on these challenges, he's never outwardly done something so blatantly against the rules to get people DQ'd. Um, I think the only other time might have been War of the Worlds where they were ganking out the the locks, but I don't even think he was involved in that too much. But um, I think he felt stupid, like, because he knew he needed to win this daily or he would end up, he could end up feasibly in elimination. Uh, Kyle's not an idiot. He knows he to go in elimination is to test fate. And he literally gave everybody an open reason to pick him. So I think he just felt, I think when you do something so blatantly stupid that you're like, I just fucked myself. I have nobody else to blame but me for fucking me kind of situation. I don't think you're, I, I don't know if that's said that he cared about his team. I agree with Becky. I think he was worried about himself because now he's on the chopping block. People look at him as a target now. Um, but here's the thing. Kyle is, Kyle is, uh, like an ultimate competitor. Like everybody jokes around because he, cause he's always like joking or people say he's not that good or people call him a snake, which I, I don't understand people calling him a snake. That doesn't make sense to me either. I'll talk about that in a second. But, um, when it gets down to it, Kyle comes to these things and he performs all the time. There's not a time that he hasn't in a season performed exceptionally well and he even did it here today he performed really well he just didn't do the final thing like this was the same as ct pushing brad in a fucking circle for days and ripping off the <laughs> lanyard he did everything he was supposed to do he just missed one minor detail so i mean i don't even think yeah it was just when something happens this is like um like kendall on all stars yeah. people just need a reason and now they're going to send you in, even if it's a stupid fucking reason. It's just a reason. Um, I mean, he lost it for them. I mean, at the end of the day, no, he, he didn't. He, he no, did lose no, he that. Didn't. He lost the game for them. Had he just if he doesn't do that, they, they win. It. It okay, had, if big if Big T gets the switch, then they win. So Big T lost it for him because she didn't do it. No, because she he he got the switch. He didn't follow the rules. Big T yeah, so followed the rules. So it made him tied. But if Big T would have done her job. 
then they would have won. But she She's failed to get it. She's not the only one that didn't get a, t- a fucking plug. You're right. Um, it's not Bettina, like everybody right? on the team got a plug except for Big T. Or it, Emmy. So so this is Kyle gets some Kyle, blame. If Kyle Big had T. not, if Kyle had followed the rules, if Kyle followed the rules, they would have won. You're right. But but this is just as much on Emmy and Big T for not completing no, the daily as well. If they complete the daily, they win. Kyle's mistake doesn't matter. Maybe they should have performed better, so Kyle's mistake didn't matter. So that's just it's a double-edged sword. It's not just it's on the whole team that they didn't win because they didn't get enough plugs. But had Kyle done what he was supposed to do, yeah, it would have been fine. I'm saying the same thing you are. So you can't you can't can't compare it because at the end of the day, Kyle got there and then he shat the bed. But he but he didn't. He literally said, "Here's the bed. Let me shit on it." Just as Big T and Emmy did for the same team. They also shit the bed. They and did not the shit the bed. Question, real quick. And it's a, it's a simple were, were the rules fall in the water? And if they weren't, then Emmy and Big T failed the rules. Because that, oh that's, that's what I'm saying. You look, look. are really, really <laughs> trying to defend <laughs> Kyle for making Tyler? a stupid mistake. No. no so, but, so listen, Tyler, you're usually known as one of the more logical guys, but I do got to go with Becky on this one. It is a reach. It was clearly stated you have to take a leap of faith. Yeah, I'm not arguing right. that. I'm no, not arguing. You're not wrong in saying, oh, well, Big T would have finished and they would have won. Or they, yeah. You're not wrong there. But they would have won. The biggest factor of them not winning was Kyle not following the rules. Like, I coach athletics. If one of my players oh commits my a foul. Oh, my God. If, if one of my players commits take a foul. The L. <laughs> <laughs> and they and, and the other team scores. That's not, we didn't lose the game because of that one player. Other people got beat for him to get in that position. We all lost it. I, that's my point. If I was out there on the challenge and Kyle had that had to happen to him, I wouldn't blame him. I'd be like, I, I get other, what you're saying. Yeah, that's don't what I'm bl- saying. Don't blame the kicker for not making the field goal yeah. that would have gave us the win. And don't then we lose that by position. one point. Yeah, one more point, so he doesn't have to. I'm not saying Kyle didn't lose it for him, but I'm saying it's not all you on Kyle. You are saying Kyle no. didn't lose it for them. No, I didn't. Said it's not I, his fault. It's, it's not everybody's fault. fault because but they no, no. didn't grab a plug. Yeah, but yeah, I get, I get what, I get what you're saying. I get, Why did I, everybody I get what else suck more so that it's Kyle wouldn't have Kyle's to cheat? Fault. No, but that, I, obviously Kyle didn't follow the rules and Kyle lost it for them. But also Big T and Emmy also lost it for Ruby because they didn't complete it as well. Wow. Yes, which is true. But I think Becky yes. is just saying the bigger contributing factor was Kyle messing up. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, before we get to nominations, uh, two things stuck out to me. One, we didn't get a club night because uh, I believe the elimination was that night which I think is how they're moving things now. So I think Club Night is probably going to be uh, every other episode thing. Either that or they cut it. We get it next week. It's, it's possible. They could have cut it. Um, but <laughs> one, one of my favorite things. Um, Logan and Ed are definitely on the hot seat. They know they're both rookies. They know they're most likely going in. Uh, Emmanuel is going to be safe because he's on Team Emerald. So Logan and Ed, they're cool. They're buds. And Logan decides that Best he's going to coach Ed on on what to do. So the advice that Logan gives him is he, he gives him a lot of advice that's some is good, some is spotty. But the worst piece of advice is he says, going to elimination, Nelson is probably your best shot. 
And as soon as I heard that, I was just like, Logan should probably shut the fuck up forever. It, I mean, out of all of the guys in Elimination, first off, Corey, Kyle, and, Ness, and Nelson are all bad ideas. The fact of the matter is, I think Logan gave him this information because the obvious choice would be Logan. Well, he already, already said up. he did, was gonna ask, He wasn't going to ask him to go in. or he already, They already knew. He already made this but, good guy kind of situation where you're hurt and I'm trying to be a friend kind of situation. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to segue that right into nominations. We're going to piece that together. So right in nominations, Ed stands up for Logan. Hey, he's still hurt. His leg's not there yet. You know, don't vote him in. He's a good guy. And pretty much him just saying that Put him right in the spot for him. All right, well, we're not going to vote for him. The, the vets aren't going to start taking out the vets. He openly and, and, told him, just vote me in, basically, by saying what he said. Yeah, exactly. Which was stupid. Absolutely um, one of the more dumber things. But And Ed's not supposed to be a dumb guy. And that led to... Uh, I, I don't understand this decision by Ed to stand so tall for Logan. Now, listen, Logan, did, they did make a deal with Logan, and Logan said we keep him safe, and Logan kept his word. But that was the conclusion of the deal. Letting Logan win was part one, and Logan not voting him in once he was in was part two. Deal is closed. Y'all don't owe nothing to nobody. What did you guys make of this pretty insane nomination move by Ed getting voted into elimination? Uh, that Ed doesn't realize nice guys finish last in this game. <laughs> mm. uh, you try to play mm. a fair, good game, you're just not going to win. <laughs> uh, you have to be a little bit sneaky. You have to be a little bit conniving to win these games. Um, I think Ed just really wanted to be a good guy and thought that he could win against anybody, which is, I guess, a good you know, mindset to have. You know, he stays ready. Um, and I just think he just doesn't know, like you're going against people who are actually pretty good at eliminations, especially if you're thinking like Nelson, who has a really great elimination record. You obviously haven't watched this show, so I'm going to need these rookies to start watching these seasons. <laughs> before exactly. They come and, here. I was, and when I was hearing Logan talk, I was just like, obviously he hasn't watched a whole bunch of the past seasons and he's doing anything to make sure. He doesn't get voted down, which is, I mean, if anybody else, it looks like if anybody else besides Ed was going in, that would have been the way they would go. Tyler? I mean, I think everybody was going to go for Logan if he hadn't said shit. Loyalty is a very rare thing on these shows, and it's honorable when it happens. Um, I, I don't hate the move. Um, it would have been better for them to say, like, hey, let's like, why don't you guys just vote in Corey? Like, you've already said like, he's already been thrown in by by people here. Let's just throw him in again. If he calls me out, I'll take the bullet and I'll take him out for you. Sending Corey is probably going to call me. I'll take him out. Or sending like, Kyle, who fucked up the daily. But yeah, like just defer, just defer the target. But I'm not against it because he, Ed comes off as a very like noble person in my eyes. I know it's reality TV, so it's hard to kind of say this. But like he comes right. off as like a really honest type of guy. And yeah, you wouldn't want to send in somebody you consider a friend that is hurt because you don't want them to get hurt more. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we've seen people volunteer for their friends before. It's happened. It doesn't ever really work out, but they do it all the time, and it rarely works out. Like, almost never. 
Probably never. If I think about it, if I actually went through and made a list of nominations that didn't work, self nominations. Um, but uh, what really baffles me here is that uh, you guys think that Nelson would have been the worst choice because size wise, Nelson makes more sense for Ed because Kyle and Corey and CT are all bigger than Ed. They're all taller. They're lankier. They got more muscle than him. Like they're stronger than him. I, the I best think. option for Ed was to not go into elimination. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know because if, if it's a puzzle, if it's a puzzle, Nelson has zero chance of winning. Zero chance of winning. If it's endurance, Nelson has fifty percent chance of winning. There's I I see it now in a physical altercation. Nelson is good unless he goes up against a much bigger guy, as we saw with Fessy. He had no chance against him. I don't know. I, I just think when you're looking at the sides of things, Ed's not a big guy, like tall guy. Going as Nelson makes sense bulky. size-wise. He's bulky, but but size-wise, it makes sense. But also, Ed is going to have the, the opportunity to kind of get a peek at what the elimination might be and pick from there. So uh, thank God during his nomination, uh, he doesn't have to make a pick. I, th- I think it's a great advantage that they're able to see the elimination at least a little bit before going in. Because some of these, you know, you know if you're going into a hall, bro. And you know if you're going into a pole wrestle, which um, is another mind-boggling decision that we're going to get into in just a moment. Uh, Before we jump out of nominations, one other thing I wanted to touch on. um, Kyle decides to take this opportunity to go ahead and apologize to his teammates about pretty much costing them the extra money and failing to test for them. And... Corey lets him know it's going to be okay, and he talks to him. And I think in the past couple of episodes, and earlier today, we got to see Corey's boot camp and everything. It looks like Corey is really stepping up his uh, leadership skills, and he's putting himself on the line to be more of a leader. And I, I, I don't know if it has amounted to much at this point. He's really the one holding the Ruby team together, yeah, which, which is kind of a mixed bag, but... I'm really glad to see it. Um, you know, it, it's, it looks like Wes and Bananas are both going to be on All-Stars 3. They might not even return to the regular season show. Um, CT is, he's great, but he's winning by default. Um, I think it's really, really nice to see one of the, he's a vet, but he's one of the younger vets, and he's really stepping up and taking charge. I don't think he's seen those results just yet, but it is nice to see. I'm very excited to see what Corey is going to do in the future. We're taking the lead more than just TYB because it doesn't look like Hunter's coming back anytime soon. He's going to have to expand that. And I think this is a good season for him to work on his leadership skills. Uh, what was your guys take from it? I enjoyed it. I liked it. I like seeing this like really motivated side of like, I mean, Corey's been motivated for a few seasons, but like motivated to get others involved and everything. And, not stated just like it's click. I don't know. It was a it was a fun little segment. It was what I thought it was gonna be. Like when they like cut to it, I was like, I bet Big T's gonna be complaining and Kyle's gonna be making a joke about it. Like that I knew they were gonna cut to that. But it Everybody was it was entertaining roles. too. Yeah, they all had their little thing that yeah, but yeah, it was entertaining. Becky? Um, I think Corey is trying to find his place. Um, I think that he sees people like bananas just had this place in the challenge and even Wes and now CT 
they're just mainstays and they have just overall just these roles. And he's trying to figure out where he fits in because he wants to be that long standing, long term. He wants to use it to parlay to win championships. Um, and I can see him just trying to figure it out, like where he's trying to be a little bit more of a leader, yet sometimes he's trying to mastermind and then he's trying to be devious and then he's trying to stir the pot. So he's he's trying to figure out where his role is <laughs> in this challenge house now that a lot of main people are either not returning um, or they're doing all stars or they're just moving on with their lives. I mean, Corey is a mainstay, though. Like, this is his ninth season out of 12 possible seasons. I mean, other than TYB. Like, that's because that's what he's everybody still sees him there where people saw bananas as this, you know. You know, anti-hero kind of thing. CTs, the elder statesman kind of trying to help groom the, the new generation. That's what I mean. Like, they have these roles that are kind of. Making them more than just a vet. I mean, Corey, Corey already is. Corey's Mr. MTV is what he is. Like, if we're being honest, he's just been on three. Just because he's on Team Mom doesn't mean he's Mr. MTV. And on X on the Beach. And he got a little pregnancy special thing. Like, that, never, matter. that never showed. <laughs> no, but, but, but like there's, but still, he is Mr. MTV. He's no. over the past 12 challenge seasons. If you count the nine seasons he's been on here, he's been on a champs versus pros or, or versus star season. That's 10. Plus he's been on teen mom for a couple seasons. Plus he was on that. He's been on like 15 different seasons of shows in the past 10 years. Like, you, guys are absolute, you guys are absolutely right. And MTV is showing the love. Corey is, I believe he's the fourth highest earner. And um, uh, for the challenge, when it comes to like actual salaries for the challenge, like, you know, yeah. the salaries. Yeah, I, I think he's actually number three now because I think Wes is because he's not active right now. It's a little bit lower. Um, and I think CT, I don't know this for a fact, not like I did earlier when I called all that shit. I called. I'm going to go for a second. I called Jordan was going to be out for three seasons. He has been out for three seasons. I've called that. Two. No, it's going to be three. It'll be three and 38 because he's going to be on All-Stars 3. Yeah, but it's going to be three. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> thank you for confirming I was it's right. Going, it's going to be, yes. And and I confirmed that Corey was going to be in the money and, and uh, all, all of the stuff that came with it out of negotiations. And some people out there didn't believe me. And all of my stuff has proved to be right. Now that Stephen Bear is gone, he's off of the list. Wes is a little bit inactive. His salary is currently down. Johnny Bananas has been inactive for two seasons. His salary is currently down. So CT moves up. So go CT, Bananas, Corey, Wes. Corey's giving that bread, man. Much props to him. Let's go ahead and move on to this elimination. I don't know. I Ed still think down. of him as an afterthought. I always forget he's there half the time. <laughs> you know what, though? He is one of the most solid and most... Uh, like one of the people who's always there. Actually, Tori is getting there too. And Nani's making her way back, but Nani has a much longer history than these people. Do you remember the last time Corey didn't make a final? Does anybody remember the last time he didn't make a final? I don't uh, remember World Corey making many final finals. I don't remember. Well, he made a final on 36 and he made a final on 35. And yeah. he also made a final on 27 and he made a final on 29. He's been He's to four solid. Finals. He just hasn't put it all together to, uh, to get the win yet. But and it's, it's, that's just it's, my opinion. And 
if, if he wouldn't have slammed Tony over pasta, him and Devin probably run a final. I'm not saying win, but they probably run a final because they were in they were a solid. good alliance. And yeah, yeah. it's yeah. So that's the last time it was, uh, was final reckoning. All right. Moving on to elimination. Ed comes down. He, uh, he's having a hard time figuring out. He's who just to pick. rambling. Rambling away. He, okay. He, yeah, he decides that he's going to pick Kyle. He goes, the funny thing is, he was taking a lot of time figuring out who he's going to pick. And to me, it seemed like he picked the absolute worst person for a pole wrestler. Um, CT is a beast. Uh, nobody really wants to see him in the elimination, even though CT does have a pretty suspect elimination record. I think he's mm. like 50-50. Mm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It should be but they better. Also don't, but they also don't count both of his mercenary wins against Johnny Bananas and Tyler when he beat True. both of them. They don't count those. True, so but, but that's what I mean by a suspect record. Not necessarily a- bad, asterisk. but he's not, he's not immortal. Yeah. Somebody beat him in a pole wrestle with another guy, JP. No, that's why though. Yeah, but here's the thing. That that whole like Kyle beat CT thing, that's a very skewed thing because (laughs) what happened was what happened was is Kyle beat JD and then CT uh, JP and then CT was stuck with one arm against one guy and one arm against Kyle. I agree. That doesn't really straightforward. That no. was Kyle CT being a mastermind, a mastermind. It was two he on it one. Out. He didn't win him one on one. <laughs> but he still if, won. CT, if CT went up against Kyle one on one in that same ring wrestle, he would not have won. Correct. I agree. No one is saying that. Even but CT kind of said it kind of like he beat me. I was like, you don't even believe he beat you. Shut up. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, he, he, beat him, technically he did. He but. won. And, and what was the other one? And I think it was War of the Worlds 2. No, it was his last season. It was Double Agents. He went up against, um, I forget what it was, but it was the ring. It was the ring oh. wrestle. The big ring. Was it the guy who was eating butter or whatever? No, that guy went up against, um, yeah, it was like, no, it wasn't Kyle. That guy went up against somebody else. The guy, oh, it was mustard. Who was butter? Who was the mustard guy? <laughs> uh, the, it was um, the guy from America's Got Talent, <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, yes. Um, no, nah, it wasn't Jonathan. It was... But he has a super regular ass name. Joseph. 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 Oh, Joseph. <laughs> we always forget now, his name because he was so anyway, basic. The thing is, Kyle has been in this elimination before and has been victorious. He knows what he's doing. Um, and this is what I mean by when you have rookies who don't really know 100% what they're doing. When it comes to eliminations, Kyle is probably one. He's the only person out of everybody available you do not want to pick. He should have picked Logan. He should have well, He should have picked somebody more to his size, height-wise. Nelson. He should have picked Nelson. But he didn't Nelson, want to... And don't get me wrong. I believe that Nelson would be a horrible pick for eliminations. He's pretty good at them. Uh, he has a stellar elimination record. Even still, even though he has a couple of losses on his belt recently, he has, still has a wonderful elimination record. I think it's at least 70% or something like that. It's like... And it's no, like I think it's like eight... Eight wins or nine wins, one tie, and like three losses. Yeah. Uh, really good. Fantastic. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of the most efficient elimination records. And this is probably out of everybody who's available. Corey, I think, would just be a little bit too strong for this. I think 
if you mm-hmm. really had to gauge it, Nelson, you probably had your best chance with. And even then, that would be a long shot. It seems Ed would be fucked in any single way except for Logan. Now, even with all of this loyalty talk and all of this shit looking out for him, do you think Ed should have still picked Logan? I think he should have. I think Ed should have nah. kept his ass out of elimination. Um, <laughs> There's that. Um, I think he, I think very similar to what happened with Priscilla. If I'm going to go home, I'm going to get rocked. You know, <laughs> it's. What- that's, that's such a silly thing. The whole, oh, if I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home in the headbanger. Or if I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home go against a legend. I hate, I hate that shit so much. Oh, I just wanted to go against the legend and see what I can do. Shut the fuck up. This is, you think CT thinks like that? But I think he is, also thought that. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. This is when you can do this, though. Like, Ed can do this now. Like, Ed is a type of character that MTV should bring back for a long time. He seems like, uh, like a more intelligent, smoother, like a, like a, like a smooth talking hunter is what he is. That's how I look at it. Physique wise, size wise, almost the same, but he's um uh he's just as likable to like fans and everything. He has like the southern story, whatever, and he's he's really intelligent and he's yeah, but I'm and positive. Very positive, like high hunters too a lot of times. Yeah. And so I, I think realistically him not picking Logan is smart because of two things. Logan seems like a guy that could return as well, um, to me. And that shows loyalty. That gives you a partnership going forward, an alliance going forward, guaranteed. Uh, and it also just doesn't make you look like a snake to everybody else because that seems to be a common theme that people call people when they do what's best for themselves is they get called snakes. Like Kyle. How the fuck is Kyle a snake? Kyle shows allegiance to nobody. He, everybody knows That's this. And then they're like... <laughs> But he's not a snake, though. If he has, if he has no friends, and he's gonna stay, and he'll throw anybody in. No, he's then how everybody's is he stabbing everybody's back? friend. But he's but everybody's he, friend. There, there no, been, they all think that. Yeah, but there's been several times where Kyle is supposed to vote a certain way, and he doesn't. And this has been prevalent in the last three seasons because he gets he's, told what to do, and he wants to play his own game. Right, but if you they don't mistake. agree to do it, and if then you lie. need people. But yeah, if you lead people to believe that you are going to vote with them and you are with them and you're going to work with them to see this through to get to a certain point and you go behind their back and do otherwise, that makes you a snake. And he's done that several times. But that's, first of all, there's a huge issue with that because that's like backing somebody into a corner and being like, being like, you're going to go to the dance of me. Go to the dance of me. Well, they feel trapped. Yeah. They got to say yes because, because think about it. What if they're like, Kyle, you're going to vote with this, right? Kyle's agent. Like you have... Now that Leroy's gone, are you just advertising Kyle's Kyle, agent? Because Kyle is one of the most important challengers to the franchise at this point. He is Agreed. a tier A challenger. He is a necessity on seasons when we don't have our other key players. That's my opinion. He carries seasons. I, no, I, I'm with you with his that. commentary, competitive play, and his drama. Here's the thing. If somebody walks up and says, Kyle, you're going to vote this way, right? We're all doing it. And he goes, nah, I'm actually going to vote you in. You know how quickly they can turn the vote onto Kyle for that elimination? How about he just say, I'm just going to vote the way I want to vote, and I'm just that's going to throw him in. That puts up a target. We see that all the time, where somebody's like, nah. But then you get called a snake for not agreeing. That's the thing. That's it. You you back at the end of the day, you agreed to something, and you didn't do it. Period. My thing is, they all know how Kyle's going to play, 
So he's never stabbing them in the back. They're just all being naive about it. He's t- like, how dare you do this, so Kyle? Stabbing you know? you I do this every season. Is better than yes. stabbing someone in the back. You know it's coming. You just don't know what week it's coming. But you know it's coming. Oh my God. Anyway, what <laughs> what I was thinking is I think that a lot of times Kyle does get underestimated um, because he is more gangly. He is he's taller, but he is he's a goofy, gangly guy. So I think a lot of times people think that they can take advantage of that. Um, now, Kyle's always been a, a, a tier competitor. He's always been he's he has a lot of heart, especially in eliminations. You know what? I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure Kyle is a pretty solid in eliminations also. No, I, mm. I, he's OK. I mean, I know he's had a few that he, he ought to be slightly above 500. If you guys keep talking, I will find out. Ah, he's looking it up. Thank but uh, I just I think he gets underestimated. Um, I may not like Kyle as a person or as an individual, but I think he is a good competitor. I think he brings a lot competitively. He got to be growing in you at this time. The, not the, the, really. Really? I mean, no, I don't believe 100 percent what what Tyler was saying. But being for the fact he is a very important part of the series, he is becoming we're able to relate to him I a little bit more as he's becoming a father. Here. Like I used to mind him. I don't mind him being here, but it doesn't mean I like him overall. Just I as hated Kyle for a long time. Him and Ashley and Devin to me have grown on me the most. And they were all challengers that I really didn't like. Devin and has I, really I, grown I on me. Vagina. I actually, I, I've grown to really like Devin. Uh, so me too. I, I do. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm like a super fan or anything like that, but I enjoy Devin. I think he's a great comedic player. Uh, I think he brings a lot to the series as well. I think he carries a lot of the comedy on his back. Um, and even some of the strategic, uh, I almost said strategery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, that is not the right word. Uh, strategically, he is one of the, you know, better minded uh, players. Uh, I just, I think Kyle is just one of those people that I just, something about him, I just don't like. You. It's just one I of those it. things. You hate his face. He has a very highly punchable face. He does. So let's go ahead and jump into the elimination. Maybe it's the teeth. Maybe he has to do something about them <laughs> veneers. Oh, God. They're so goddamn big. They're like fucking dominoes. Him and uh, fucking um, Nani. Him, They're looking like horse Him teeth. and Corey. So, yeah. so Kyle is now above 500. He's actually five and four. But his elimination losses are Fessy in a hall brawl. He's lost to an Olympian Theo twice. He lost uh, in hall brawl a hall brawl a lot. One was a hall brawl, but he was injured against Theo, and he almost beat Theo. And I remember that being a fucking drag-out fight, too. And the a other very, one good, they, very good hall brawl. And the other one he lost, he lost an endurance elimination to an Olympian. Uh, and then he lost in, like, a, one of those, like, carny game ones to Shane and Nelson. It was the one where they had to, like, run on treadmills and hold the ball up together, and they had to, like, oh, walk and put it in. and Final Reckoning. Him and, him and Brad lost that together, but I think that's more so on Brad not being able to hold his composure <laughs> in elimination. And he lost to... I forgot the uh, word team. That was lost, such a ridiculous fucking team. They lost when they were coming back from Final Reckoning 2 to Paulie yeah, and Natalie. Yeah, but those don't, count as, those don't count as elimination wins, technically. They don't? 
Their redemption house wins because it, oh. it gets you back. Yeah, in the that's game. right. Oh yeah, Natalie in the ball. Man, Natalie really came through. They really should bring a Natalie back. She Natalie doesn't want was, to. She's boring as fuck. What are you talking no, about? No, she is not. I see her posts on like I had to I had to block anything about her because I see her on like Twitter and Instagram and it is annoying and I don't like it and like why I, personally for me because I don't I don't, I don't see that much online. <sighs> What's your hey? What what's your, what do you contribute to society and content and everything? Here's this little big thing. Like, get to stop. Just stop. You leave Natalie and her push up bra if, alone. If she said, if she was like, here's the thing. Ashley does the same She's thing. She's an influencer. But then, but then, but then Ashley tweets good like content. It's hey, different. I, I am a huge Ashley fan now. I'm I'm sad when they don't put her a lot in the show. Because lately, I just post an Ashley post, and it's just like, Twitter's just like, hey, here goes 700 likes. We got you. <laughs> uh, that's just me. That's just me. I don't I don't care for the Natalie character. I don't think that she's a type of character that can, she's she's a fly on the wall. I'd rather have a Kayla on the show. No. You'd be a Natalie you, any you, day. You, you won't get any Kayla hate from me. But let's go you ahead and Kayla talk about this pole wrestle. This pole wrestle uh, where Kyle by. gets to win. <laughs> Kyle gets to win a pole wrestle. He played a great strategy of letting Ed tire himself out by trying to, you know, uh, power bomb him. And I felt like it was going to break much. his neck, dude. No, he was fine. Like, he was fine. It w- <laughs> Ed wasn't able to lift him up enough to really do damage. Like, you know, you think of a power bomb, like a real life power bomb, you think, you know, like Rampage when he was in Strike Force. <laughs> um, Ed didn't have the strength to get him up like this. I think Kyle knew that. Kyle just knew he had to hang on. Um, Ed played a great game. I think he did as best as he could have. I don't, but this kind of elimination was never in the cards for him against this kind of opponent. I thoroughly enjoyed the elimination. Kyle was pretty dominant throughout, even though it didn't always seem that way, especially during the first, during the uh, the second half of round one. But Kyle gets to win. Ed's going home. I like Ed. I don't feel like he contributed a whole lot to the season. I do like him. I do think they should bring him back. I like his energy. I like his positivity. I think he really wants to do well. I think he has to learn the game a little bit better, watch some of the older seasons. I think he'll be back. I hope he'll be back. I don't feel like he got to contribute a lot during the season. I think he can come back much stronger if he has the opportunity to study how the game is really played. Think, I don't. I, okay, agreed. I think he just needs to learn a little bit more strategy. I think he'll get better the more he does it. He probably needs to get a couple of seasons out of his belt. But I enjoyed him. I would like to see him back. He's, I mean, but he's going to have to step up his camera time. He needs to start fucking and fighting or he's doing something. He's got a lady, that's... like a steady lady. He can't, you know. Oh, yes, because anybody who has a significant other who comes with a challenge. Oh, he's, he's a nice guy. He's not going to cheat. He's not Nelson. He's a nice guy until Gordani's back out on the couch in a hallway. Like, Okay, here's the thing, though. All right, real quick. Let's, let's talk about this, though, because we got some stuff. He's entertaining. Is he more entertaining than Derek K. Yes. Outside, get rid of eliminations, get rid of dailies. Is he more entertaining of a character than Derek K. Than Darrell? He had conversations with himself in a mirror. <laughs> oh, okay, listen. The answer did, is yes, he, Malik. You're fighting he this hard. He had a couple of great spots and a couple of great jokes, and they were really funny sometimes. Uh, but I wouldn't say he's overwhelmingly better. Uh, Derek K. and Darrell both have tenure they've both been here for a while their status carries them a certain length that ed being new just doesn't have they have certain gravitas certain status that comes with it 
it's just, you know just how it is. I'm I not like, saying he's I, not I, entertaining. I, I, I really like how you don't want to answer the question. Like you don't, you don't, you don't want to. I, here, I don't, I don't he understand. doesn't want that soundbite out there. You will, you will make these bold statements about like Josh. Now you've came around the corner, but for a couple seasons it was like hard on Josh. I, I like to feel that I'm hard there. on Josh, but you were hard on. You'll Josh. still be but, hard on Josh if it's pause. Getting there's there. a sense of pause, and I, I think I would be fair. I think I give him a fair shake when I didn't like what I see. I expressed it. I like a little bit more what I see. He's getting smarter and better at this game, and I recognize that growth. I, don't know, I think I think I think Ed's I think Ed's a Ed's a better character than uh, than Landon. He's a better character than than I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh like, but you know, the thing is, you are... people, their actions can kind of make up for that. Derek waited to see Derek in a, in a physical elimination where he can go crazy. Just sitting there waiting for that to happen, it it counts somewhat. It, it's anticipation, yeah. And people can't wait to see it. It's a draw. It's one of the reasons why uh, Floyd Mayweather waited until the last possible minute to fight Manny Pacquiao. We all knew this fight was going to happen, but he waited till he could get the most exact money out of it. And I feel like that anticipation is what people like. Not so much Darrell, but Derrick K brings. We can't wait to see Derrick K in a crazy elimination where he's going to get bloodied and beaten. And, and that anticipation, it, it, it's intangible, but it counts. But that's not what Bynum and Murray bring people back for. They bring people back that are more entertaining. And I that's love Bynum why, and Murray. What I'm trying they to say hate is, us, they've been wrong before. What I'm trying to say is because he's more entertaining than they some of these like, heavy time. hitters, he's going to get brought back. Like, like they, I, think, they, I think Ed's going to come back. Whether or not he's going to be able to be able to maintain is something that's different because his character is fun. And like Malik says, it's it's he has his moments, but he has to be able to prolong them, maintain them and make them better. As of right now, if he maintains the way he is, he'll maybe have one or two seasons and then he'll taper off. And just to piggyback what you said, Tyler, uh, is he more entertaining? Is he not? Let me tell you something. People would sit through five shitty episodes of the challenge if they knew they were getting a Derek K physical elimination. Yeah, that's that's why I it's, said it's it's you take power. away those. Like, right? You can't always take it away. It's intangible. But um, uh, before we get into the last part, just like to propose a toast to uh, our significant others, to our wives, to our girlfriends. May they never meet. Ah, <laughs> uh, just learned that one. Um. I'm not dogging on the vets. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying because he's a more entertaining character than some of our legends, I think it's going to get him a callback. That's my thing. Yes. Like, and I think his callback is well yeah. earned. Because and well deserved. Like, I'm not on Twitter all the time because I, I really don't want to see spoilers and everything. I know. But I feel like Ed is well received on social media. If I was to guess. I felt like there was something he said or something happened. I would today agree. That was- I, I think he's well received. But he's not exactly super popular. The The circle helped, but he's not insanely popular. You know, I mean, very few people would be up there with Stephen Bear. Stephen Bear is probably one of the most popular people they brought on. Uh, he has a modest following, but I do think you get him into the challenge for two or three seasons, let him build some real relationships with some of these vets and stuff. I think he'd be okay. I, I, th- I think he's a good ad. I just feel like we, I feel like we could have got a lot more out of him and we just didn't. But 
I'd be more than happy to see him back. Man, people are going to think I really hate Derek K. They really are going to think you that. You no, make a good <laughs> impression of someone who hates the, Derek no, K. The problem, the problem isn't that we. I, I know you respect Derek K. Mm-hmm. I know you don't hate Derek K. The problem is you make a really good logical argument of why he, why some people may deem him as overrated, and that's going to piss people off. Because like me, who I don't agree with you, I don't have the argument to 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 persuade anybody in that. And that's where you win. And I can admit that because unlike some people, I can admit when I'm wrong. I wouldn't or, mind. Or if I, I don't have the capacity to argue to 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 have that argument. I know what you're saying. And like, Derek I, K is I, I very pers- irritating in my opinion. I'm sorry. I like him. Whoa, 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 but he gets really on when my nerves. When did this become the shit on Derek K podcast? It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's I, honest. I, I, I personally wouldn't mind doing a Scott, yeah, you're going to swing him. on y'all. What? You see what I said? <laughs> What'd you say? I wouldn't mind doing a Paul Russell against him. I would actually God. enjoy that. Well, that, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing this Wednesday? I'm Paul Russell Derek K. Some dude's <laughs> just going to pound the shit out of me in some sand later. Paul! <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's the biggest pause ever. That's where you were going when you were like, what are you doing this weekend? That's where you were leading, so I just jumped in for you. I knew what you not were going even, for. Not even remotely close. <laughs> Jesus I, Christ. I think I would My find it really dirty like, there. Like, I would like to go against, like, I'd like to go against, like, Fessy in a hall brawl. Like, I, 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 I find these things oddly entertaining. I would like to go up against CT and balls in. Like, I don't know why. I just would. I just would. I just don't want that pain. Tyler... Okay, you got to chill. I'm not saying mad, I didn't. You I didn't say I would, right now. I, I didn't say I'd beat any of them in any of these games, but I would enjoy just like trying to hit them as hard as they can, and like them trying to hit me as hard as they can. I don't know. I just no, no, no. I, I definitely feel you. It's um, it's it's the competitive nature. Measure um, Yeah, I like. I would love like, you know, people are like I never step in the room with Mike Tyson. Like, I would love to step in the room with Mike Tyson. Punch in the face and walk out with a million dollars. I could live with that. <laughs> he'd probably, right. probably he'd probably kill him. He'd kill me if he punched me one time. <laughs> All right, but anyways, so, anyways, Kyle, the man. Moving on. Kyle wins. He gets to make the choice. He decides instead of Team Emerald, he decides to go to Team Sapphire and puts Nelson on Team Ruby and keeps Emerald intact and safe. And at first, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I was just like. Actually, that's a good idea. He consolidated Corey and Nelson on one team. On a shitty team, that's going to be easy to attack. I also think that this will cause the rookies being gone after, at least on the male side, a little bit less. Well, oh, man, people, people are going to think, like, they're going to be like, Logan's uh, hamstring is really hurting him. Let's keep him around to the final. He won't be able to run it. Like, they're going to think that. That has exactly. to be in their mind. And, and any of those vets would take down Logan at any at any time. That buys him at least two more episodes before his name would probably get called. Because if it's Corey or Nelson going in a little bit later on, then if they got to pick between Kyle or CT, Kyle is going to be the easier choice. So I think with this move, he buys himself two maybe... If he buys himself two episodes and does get picked on that second one, then he really bought himself four episodes. So... Great choice. Not to mention, now you're on a team with CT. The ladies on Team Sapphire are pretty stacked. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you, could, if, you can win. 
You can win one or well, two of we these. See, we see the next daily is going to be something pretty physical. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Not like he would have known that. But um, personally, if I was him, uh, I would have taken Josh's spot on Team Emerald is what I would have done. Because what that does is, is if your team loses, it still leaves a rookie on your team to get picked off. But more than likely, your team wins. And if your team wins, you're safe. Who gives a shit if they're mad at you if you're winning? Like, who cares? Like To me, that just shows that nobody wants to be on Team Emerald. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, well, they're like, you're winning, I, I, and we get your winning, but I don't want to be on a team with you. <laughs> it's like I, Egos are going to go. I, Egos, Egos are going to keep going up. And honestly, if it were me, I would rather be on a team with CT than on Emerald any day. <laughs> well, right now. Is, go ahead. Well, Team Sapphire, um, I, I, I like the one, I like the woman's side. The woman's side is pretty solid. So I think that's really going to help them overall. And I think it's really going to come down to those two teams. But if Sapphire gets one or two wins over the next two episodes, Kyle's going to find himself in a really good position. And people from Emerald is going to start getting picked off. And if you can keep your team intact for a little bit longer, you're going to be in a good position. That's word to cutthroat. I'm inclined to agree with you. I, 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 He's he's riding a little bit too high, and um, and I think when his when his uh ticket and it's not that I think he's a bad competitor or anything. Uh, he's not a great uh strategist, but I think when his number gets called, it might be a little bit overwhelming. Cause to be honest, not that he's done bad, but he really hasn't had any pressure on him this whole game. No, I think and the pressure only gets escalated it uh as you go further and further into the game. So to get all that pressure put onto you then and now. I think it might be a little bit too much. And if he goes against somebody, almost everybody there is going to have more experience than him, at least having that spotlight on him. So it doesn't put him in a great position. Can you imagine if, like, because, like, we've seen random, nobody knows what's going on eliminations, but they're bringing back all, all these classics every now and then. If Balls In pops up and Corey's down there, he's going to call Emmanuel out, I think, and he's going to take him out. Why am I like, super praying for a Balls In? I was like, please, let there be a Balls Because we haven't seen it in a while. It'd be great to see it. At least not in its, like, uh, uh, original format. You know, they change it up every now and then. We got, you know, drone ball drop. That like, was dull. But like, but, like, but, like, but, like, Balls In, though, is a, is a situation where I just, anything physical, like, if there was, like, um... Like pull me over or something like that, or like you know uh, whatever you have to race through the zigzags and you're tied on each other's back or something like Looper. Like if there's anything that's like physically draining, uh, I see Nelson, CT, Kyle, Josh, even and uh, Corey all will outpower Emmanuel and Logan. It, you know what I love about some really in? weak. I'm not gonna lie, some really weak Rook boys. I, I always remember Ball, Ball Z always has a special place in my heart. It's remember I, I always remember it as being a, a, a turning point in the challenge. When we seen Brad and Abram go at it and Ball Z, it was just like, holy shit, this is what this is about. It was yeah. the first time we ever seen like a true headbanger. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause a lot of stuff was just like, oh, you're running on a treadmill and you're running on a treadmill. But Ball Z just really changed the game and the amount of aggression in it. And they've really picked a good two people to go into it the first time. It really, 
Abram is a I just remember crazy Brad person. running into Abram and he like he hit him helmet to helmet and knocked Abram back for a second and Abram just looked at him and was like, Yeah, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my uh, good luck, Brad. He's gonna murder you. Yeah. I think oh, everybody man, thought he a was one. a murderer. They're like, he's gonna well, kill somebody. <laughs> well, so it, it was go. really dragged out. It, it was uh, uh it was something great. Um well that's going to conclude this episode of Love War Challenges, uh, episode 11, season 37, Spies, Lies, Allies. Another great one, but it's time for us to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, is there anything we forgot to cover or needed to get to before we skate? Are we going to talk about All-Stars or are we going to do that later on? No, let's just talk about it when the season starts. Let's just... Yeah. The last thing anybody needs is another rundown of a cast breakdown. We get it. You guys got it. Oh, You'll be okay. I'm excited for Casey. Why am I so excited for Casey coming back? I miss it because she was so much fun when she was on. I mean, I mean, honestly, do, as a challenger, what as we- a challenger, a little bit more on the useless side, but a f- fun to watch. Do you know what? She was Big T before Big T. She's so stupid. She was funny. Like, she was just one of those things. You're like, aw. Did somebody I'm forget to use, re- did everybody remember to feed Casey? Did they remember? I'm not to gonna feed use Casey? stupid to, to I would say young. Just just young. She's Naive. a ditz. A ditz. You know, and somebody somebody pointed out that like she was so young that Casey Cooper and Casey on the season now are the same age. Oh gosh dang it. Wow. Oh, I'm so mad. I was that pulling they're the up, same age? No, I was pulling up all the all the, the cast. And I was just scrolling down, and I just saw a, a two illumination spoilers. What the god damn it! This, if it says cast link, it should just be the cast. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> anyways, Look away okay. From anyways, the list. what I was gonna say, if we want to cover All Stars two right now and anything, no, we won't. You said Casey. We'll talk about it later. No, I was gonna say, is there any, who are you guys excited to see? Is there anybody that you were? Because last week we kind of said who we're not. Like, who are you excited to see? Tina. I'm, I'm, of course, excited to see uh, uh, Kendall. I'm excited, excited, excited to see Brad back. Um, I'm excited to see MJ. Um, excited to see John A, because she looks super fit. Uh, I'm also excited to see Jody. And um, that's uh, Katie, too. Because Katie, I don't know. I always had a, a real soft spot in my heart for Katie. I always liked her. So Katie's that's awesome. why I'm excited. I'm very even, excited for this season. I don't even know why Katie comes to these things. Like every time she's on here, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, Katie's a badass. Katie's a badass. And then it's like, oh, Katie and somebody had a fight. Katie's going to go into elimination. She's probably going to go home. No, I'll try. And then she goes home the next week. Like, that happens God, over and you over. Know, you're coming off like a real hater these he days, man. You, you good? You know who I'm excited to see? I'm surprised. I'm surprised like you guys didn't say like Huda or anything like that. But um, I didn't have I'm a chance to, to say Kahada. anything because y'all... Were you going to say Kahada? Were you going to say Kahada? I wasn't. I felt but like you were... I, I, oh. I like Kahada. <laughs> Kahada is a fan favorite. Uh, as much as I, I like Kahada, I don't have him pegged to win this whole thing. All right, so Becky, who are you excited to see? I mean, I'm excited to see Tina because I, I, I always loved it. Tina and Beth are going to be in the same house. Since the punch happened, I'm, just, I'm excited. Jesus Christ. It was like 25 years ago. But they still Neither hate each other. They still do they? Yes. Beth isn't Beth isn't on this season. No, I thought she was. No, she, no. Real world Los Angeles uh, is home, is coming home. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. And plus, so much time has passed. I mean, they still talk about drunk. it. Tina still says it's yeah. one of the most satisfying things she's ever done. 
I'm sure Tina talks about it. I'm sure Beth doesn't care like at all. I think Beth is like, wow, we're 50. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see Jody because I think Jody is one of the most dominant females to ever play the game. Um, But she's also a paranoid player as well. She was so from like, a different era though. I don't know how well she's going to do with the Well, that's the point season. of All-Star. You're getting these people from these eras mixed up with some of the newer cast and these people are a little bit older. Here's the thing that I love about All-Stars. A lot of these older challenges and the average age for All-Stars is around 40, 39.2 years, I think. Um, big shout out to Challenge Stats. They're putting out a lot of great graphics mm-hmm. and a lot of great stuff and we love seeing it. Keep, uh, keep it up. We absolutely love people who dive deep and bring that kind of stuff up and make it presentable for people out there. So I want to give a big shout out to those guys. Um, <clears throat> but a lot of these people who's being brought back, these 40-year-olds, guess what they've been doing? They've been watching. Oh, yeah. They're not unfamiliar. Not only have they done this before, they've been keeping up. I'd love to see it. The biggest thing here is that Jody is the first individual female winner ever. So that's what sets her apart and why I'm excited for her. Um, the person, the guy I'm excited to see is actually Tyler. Um, because hold, hold on, hold on. Are you, are you positive she is the first solo female winner? Yep. Dual one. She was the first person to win as a solo female and Wes was the first solo male to win. Kara's the first only winner. I think that's what you're kind of getting at. But, but Jody was the first <laughs> solo woman winner. Um, and yeah, then keep Rachel him on his toes. Yeah, but, to ask um, him to but clarify. for guys... There's a very underrated guy that I feel like if he participated in more seasons, he'd probably be in more top tens. But Nehemiah. No, a better competitor. Yeah, Nehemiah. Um, of course it's Nehemiah. Did you just so say that Nehemiah is not a good competitor? No. See, why do you you always twist my words? Wait, I didn't say that. You said, I said no, a better, a better competitor. competitor. And I was like, wait. I said somebody that is potentially top ten. Yeah, Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Not, no, it's so Tyler. Speaking of- it's Tyler. It's Tyler. He's one of the best swimmers this show has ever seen. He's he's one of uh, he's in a rare class of people to win back to back seasons. Uh, he's he's just he's really good at these things. He's just really you Malik's can gonna kill you. <laughs> you can laugh, but Tyler's really good at this game. I got I got respect for Tyler's game mainly because when we first seen Tyler, you wouldn't think he's really right. about shit. Um, I love people who love the challenge, and what I mean by that is. <clears throat> This is one of the reasons why I like Kyle. I like Kyle now for the same reason why I like Kara. Kyle takes this seriously. Every season, he comes back better, bigger, and stronger. He wants to win. Tyler also displayed some of those qualities. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when we first seen Tyler, we wouldn't give him a second look. Put on the muscle, came prepared, studied the game mentally, uh, learned how to play strategically. I love seeing that stuff. I love seeing the people who take it seriously. I love seeing the people who aren't coming here for a vacation. I love Nani as as a character on the challenge, but I felt like Nani never really put in the necessary work for her to come in and take one of these away. I love it when I see people prepared to go. And that's one of the reasons why I think Tyler was successful and why I initially liked him now. Now, there's a whole bunch of stuff going about about the kind of person he is today. I don't exactly 100%. I don't know about that stuff. Uh, you know, he's he said a couple of stuff with some connotations behind it. Oh. Um, I, I don't have him fully verified. I just know I didn't really like the I didn't like the way I hear it. And Tyler's never been one of my top guys like that. As great as he's been in the past, I'm not sure what we can get from him now. It's been a long time. Technically, uh he is still defending his title because he has never been on a season after he won and been eliminated. Like he's he won two seasons in a row and then he was out. 
Yeah, you won, but you it's, won been, it's, been <laughs> it's been yeah. a while. But then again, yes, probably has been gone. I mean, his his gap has been. So you never know what you might get. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. So. But here's the thing: we saw so many people fail in swimming. Tyler is one of the best swimmers the show's ever seen. That's the thing. So I but don't think that swimming. we're gonna. I, but I'm I, just I'm just saying. I also think they learned from swimming. their mistake. I yeah. don't think we're gonna see as much swimming this season too. I think they just said like, yeah, uh, we're gonna have to thin that swimming shit out. More heights over water, probably. <laughs> we gotta give them those little jet ski things. Like <laughs> you know what though? In the two trailers we've gotten, one thing I did notice. And they did this a lot last season, but I did notice a lot of like classic eliminations and classic dailies coming back. I am so thoroughly excited to see this season. Just so excited. Throwback. I'm so excited. And we are all so excited to talk about it with you guys once it premieres November 11th. But we're already running long. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love War Challenges. Follow us on TikTok at Love War Challenges. Uh, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Uh, we did finally get some new shirts and gear up. Make sure you check that out at shop.lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you get all of your custom-made challenge gear, uh, custom flag, custom name, free shipping on orders over $45, uh, custom-made gamer vev. Big shout out to Gamer Vev. Uh, we got the Gamer Vev jersey for this season. You can go ahead and get that at shopthechallenge.com. That's going to do it for us. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler at Lord Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Love War Challenges. Good night. Bye. <laughs>